Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. So then I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people, and now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor. In South Dakota, we're looking forward to exploring new roads and wide-open spaces. When you're ready to travel, go great places. Learn more at TravelSouthDakota.com. What if your truck could conquer anything? The new 2021 Ram 1500 does it all with powerful towing capacity and top-notch technology. No wonder it won Motor Trend's Truck of the Year three years in a row. Make no payments for 90 days during the Make This the Summer event. Hurry in. This offer ends August 31st. Visit Listine Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today or shop online at listinedodgejeep.net. On approved credit, first payment extended 90 days from contract. Interest accrues from date of contract. APR rate and terms may vary. Equal payments only. Must take delivery by 831-2021 through Chrysler Capital. See dealer for details. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did 1999's Audition. But before we get into that, what are you up to this week? Well, well, I've been watching Netflix. Oh. Do you know what I've been watching? What have you been watching? Halston. Oh. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Watched it all. It was great. Loved it. Is that you and McGregor? Yeah. Yeah. I it was so watch that. good. That, Hello, so I'm Halston. <laughs> oh, it was great. He's not in a lot of stuff now, you and McGregor. So it's nice that he's back. I don't know if I've seen him in anything. You must have done. But I've seen half of Train Spotting. Half? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty dark. Train Spotting is good. Yeah, well, it's not. That toilet upsets me. Mm. Oof, not good. I know, I didn't. I couldn't, I couldn't really watch it. But Halston, I could watch. Halston, <laughs> recommend. I'll have to have a look for that. Oh, it's so good. I'm intrigued. It was so good. I had never heard of the person, but it was, it was all true. Mm. Well, mostly true. Yeah, yeah. So fictionalised There's a probably bit. a bit of drama. Yeah. I, what have I watched? I've continued my rewatch of True Blood. It's getting ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. It's like up there. Was it? I never watched it. Even when it was new, I never watched it. I just season, never got around to it. I'm on season six now. And that dude from EastEnders has just come into it. <laughs> Ian Beale. Not Ian Beale. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ian Beale just who popping else? up. Who was the one who was awfully murdered in EastEnders by that girl? 
and he apparently he went down a cliff or something in his car. Was it Bianca or Barry? Barry, Barry. It yeah. wasn't Barry. Janine. Barry and Janine. Barry and Janine. Yeah. Ugh. Who else was? God, there? I've not watched that for years. That um, singer, your gold, that gold singer, Martin Kemp. Martin Kemp. Yeah. He got smacked on the head with like a door stop yeah, or something. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Soaps have been insane, aren't they? They're so weird. Soaps are the best. I love soaps. I really want to watch the someone, some wonderful person on YouTube has put together the. Soap from Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, Invitation to Love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I really want to watch that. <laughs> I feel like soaps are underutilised because they could be so good, but there's, sometimes they are bogged down with storylines that are depressing. But they could, if you have. I feel had like Hollyoaks at the minute is yeah. really depressing, and it used to be more. It used to be a lot lighter and it used to be funnier, which mm. is why I enjoyed it. And now I'm just like, I've, I feel like it's a real chore to watch it at the moment. But there should be, just there should be a soap where you can be like, right, I've got 10 minutes spare. Pre- go, go and get on your app on your phone then be like, give me a 10 minute, 10 minute, 10 minute soap. Or you could be like, right, I've got an hour. Give me a whole hour of soap and it'll just play it. Just no, yeah. no choosing. Make like just, ten minute increments, but then they'll just add yeah. however much you want. You could set an alarm as well. So say if you you're at work or whatever, you take your fifteen minute break for a nice cup of tea. Watch a bit of you, the soap. You could set an alarm, and your phone would do nothing but this soap, so you can't get distracted. It's just like a soap break. <laughs> oh no, I don't think I need that. I, do, I, I, I feel like that. I don't need to be distracted anymore. Well, I'm easily distracted. I don't need anything more to watch, actually. Yeah. I've already got enough a, to watch. There's a list. There's a list. There's a, well, every all the, the streaming services or whatever are full of stuff to watch. I'm like, it's too much. Yeah, there's almost too much that, choice now, isn't there? too much choice, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, my, uh, on my rewatch of True Blood, I've been pondering, and it's it's always the same in every like vampire thing. Vampires are always rich. They don't work, and they're rich. And I'm like... How have you lived for all this time mm. and not worked, and but are rich? Do they have property? Like, did they, they seem to have property? Say, if if you were born in seventeen forty-two or whatever, get some property. If you could inherit some property at that time, mm. like a farmhouse, yeah, in maybe Provence. Say, you could you could either rent it out or you could live off the value of it, appreciate. Or if you bought stocks and sh- or. Yeah, got some stocks and shares. I suppose as well. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you could keep all your stuff. That's true. And sell it as an antique. So just keep go out and buy like a, a load of stuff in 1742. Keep it pristine like and I, sell it in the future. If I was a vampire, I don't think I'd have the foresight to do that. No. Well, maybe. What if they just steal money from the people they kill? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes more sense. That, that does make sense. Maybe they just do that. An antique business. But yeah, no, you could because you'd have all that stuff. And then, you know, like, you've been alive for hundreds of years. Books. You'd be like, oh, uh, yeah, I found this in my attic. You could you could go around the art scene of wherever you live mm-hmm. and buy a few little pieces from up-and-coming artists yeah. and then just wait for it to go up in value, couldn't you? Like, and Picasso. also, if you did that, you could swear this because you could murder that artist you and then they'd be worth more you could get autographs maybe that yeah maybe that's what yeah. they did yeah that makes sense 
I feel happier about that now. Ooh. It was really bugging me. I was watching True Blood and yeah. I was like, how are they so rich? And it was really irritating me. I feel like that is the least of the problems of that programme. Yeah. But it just it's, really annoyed like, me. Something bothers you about something. It really it irritated me. all of the things. It did, yeah. What if they were assassins as well? Yeah, maybe. Paid assassins. Paid yeah. assassins. Or they could interfere with local... Could be bouncers. Sort of ...politics or whatever by murdering whoever. Or... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel better about this now. They've got a plan at Robin. Robin. <laughs> antiques. And antiques. And antiques. And in, in, inheritance. Bit of in both the, inheritance. In the, in the day, yeah. Or they could, I mean, they could maybe, if they had a high interest account. That's true. They could just, if they never removed anything from it, they could accrue. But also, if you've had an account and you've for had it for 162 years, years yeah. that's suspicious. You'd have to have... You'd like, have to keep taking your money out and putting it in a new account mm, every so often. You'd have to keep pretending that everyone in your family has the same name and you are just your, your own child. Of, yeah. You'd have to impersonate your own fictional child successively through mm. the generations. Oh, it sounds like a lot of work. No, thank you. I'm not into that. Maybe they don't have very many overheads. No, I guess not. No one's going to argue with you, are they? No electricity. Well, no, they might need electricity. Yeah, they're up at night. Yeah, they would need electricity. Mm. What else? Yeah, a house. Did they go shopping? Probably not. Everywhere's shut. (laughs) Can't go out in the day. I think it's probably just a combination of having old money and low overheads. Old money, low Mm. overheads. Robin. Robin. Art. Art. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, I'm satisfied with that. That's fine. I feel better about it now. Oh, it did get me so mad. (laughs) It's crazy. So, in all that crazy fun we've had this week... We watched Audition from 1999, directed by Takashi Miike. Mm. It's got a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, and the synopsis is... A widower screens girls at a fake audition to meet a new partner. He falls in love with a girl named Asami. She is not all as she seems. She certainly isn't. She certainly is not. Written haiku. Oh, excellent. A strange love story. (laughs) Asami has a secret... Who is in the sack? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've really enjoyed writing these. They're so good. You've got a real talent for haikus. I have. Weird. I found my niche in life. It's never going to get me anywhere. But, you know, whatever. Well, I think you should publish them. Maybe I will. Maybe you should. I have written them all down. They're on my computer. Haiku poetry. Haiku poetry. Mm. So, yeah, this film... Takashi Miike has done a shitload of films. Like there was about, I'm sure there was like over 200. Oh wow! But he's done like every sort of possible genre. That's good though. He's done, yeah. Yeah. Because when you watch, if if you Mm. didn't know anything about this film Mm -hmm. and you started watching it, you could be like, is it a thriller? Is it like a romance? It feels like it could be anything. Which yeah, it was. Sometimes that's kind of. His thing as well, yeah. like you don't really quite know what you're going into. Yeah, and because some horror directors, <clears throat> I think, are just just spoon feeded that it's horror right from the start, mm-hmm. which is good in a, if you want to be scared. Whereas this makes you think it's kind oh, of you like intriguing. I don't know what this is. Yeah, yeah. it's very like um, it's like old boy vibes. Yeah, you don't quite know what's going on. 
So he, yeah, he did, he did, um, it's probably one of his best known things he did was Itchy the Killer, which oh, I've never seen. did he do that? I haven't seen, I, I'm not, I haven't seen that. I've never seen it, no, but yeah, he I've did heard it. about it. And a, and a film that piqued my interest called Full Metal Yakuza, and I was mm. like, I feel like I want to see that. Apparently uh, somebody passed out at Rotterdam Film Festival when watching this, which I think is a lot really? of shit. I don't believe this. Can you, well maybe they passed out for other reasons such as like not enough air in the venue or this is the thing it's it's mostly known for for the end if you got to the point of passing out wouldn't you wouldn't you have stopped watching already like closed your eyes if you were like i don't feel very well i'm gonna leave yeah stop watching i what i don't know maybe it's true well so rob zombie says it's the most creepy and unsettling horror he's ever watched really yeah apparently uh it was shot in three weeks which is one extra week than usual for him because he wow. normally shoots his films in two wow. weeks. Yeah, I think that's why he's got such a goddamn long list of films because yeah, two weeks just churn them out. So apparently it influenced Hostel, which I can kind of see, but kind of not because I feel like that's taken to like a real, real extreme. I like gore as much as the next person, uh, but Hostel I'm not overly keen on. I don't like gore. It's at all compared to any next I feel like person. there's no real point of it. Mm. The characters are really unlikable and it's just I just don't see the point in it. I don't I I think goes one of those things where it I always think if you saw it in real life mm. it would be extremely uh, what's what's the word? It would be extremely traumatizing. Yeah. If you saw it in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So overusing it in a film kind of yeah, detracts from it. For the sake of doing it as well. I think sometimes it does add to the story and sometimes Somet- it Yeah, it is, if you want a shock and you want to scare, like it does And I feel like the sort of 80s, the 80s stuff is all kind of bonkers and you're like, oh my God, oh, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just a bit... like I've seen it probably once or twice and I'm a bit like, eh, eh. Sorry, but it's not my favourite. But apparently, uh, Takashi Miike appears in Hostel. Does he? Yeah, apparently, which mm. I didn't know. But then also, uh, I found out that I think Eli Roth appears in Rock of Ages the other day. I know, weird. I know. People crop up everywhere, don't they? And I, was I just don't like, know who those. Uh, who's Eli Roth? He directed Did he Hostel. Direct Hostel? He directed Hostel. What's Rock of Ages? It's a musical about the Sunset Strip. With Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, he was in it. Do you know what I did start watching this week? Cocktail. It was on telly, so I recorded it Cocktail. and started watching it. It's quite entertaining. Yeah, I like Tom Cruise. I like 80s Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise I went weird. did a lot of films that I liked. Mm. Um, Mission Impossible is one of my favourite films is of it? all time. I haven't seen that for years. I saw it's it when it came so out. good. I haven't seen that for years. I've not seen any of the new ones. No. But the the original one. I love it. Brian De Palma. Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun. The bit I remember from the original Mission Impossible is where he's, he cracked up those light bulbs and spread them and I was like, that is such a good tip. Yeah, yeah. against that. Yeah, because yeah. he thought somebody was going to come in and then that woman comes in for some reason. I can't remember. I just remember the gum on the train. I don't remember that. Red light, green light. And wasn't um, he betrayed by Ving Rhames? Was it Ving Rhames who was in it? No. John Boyd. Wasn't... Oh, I can't remember now. John Voight was in it. John Vo- Voight. It was John Voight because he said he was dead, but then he wasn't dead. And then mm. I can't trust John Voight at all. 
He looks shifty. Mm. He always looks like he's got a secret. Seen him in too many films where he's dodgy like Anaconda. Anaconda. We need to cover Anaconda. Anaconda. Oh my god. It's I so love good. Anaconda. It's so good. Uh, his death scene alone is the best. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we didn't watch that. We watched Audition. Let's let's focus. So it starts really sad and it's a a kid walking with like a is it a bouquet? I don't know if it's a bouquet. It's, it's something it looks like he's made and it says, Dear Mum, get well Aww. soon on it. Oh, it's sad. And then it cuts to the dad who's with the mum in hospital and obviously she's not well. She's not got long left, it looks like. I don't know. It, does, it doesn't mm. look good for her, basically. And then it focuses on this heart monitor, which stops. So obviously the mum passes away and then it cuts... From that to the kid, like, on his way there. So, like, he missed her being there. And I was like, oh, God, this is horrible. And then you get this, like, overhead shot of the room. And it's a really small room, but it looks huge Mm. and really sort of empty. And, And then, like, the kid comes and sees the dad. And I think the dad kind of looks at him to say she's gone kind of thing. And... And then he's like, I brought this for mum. And I was like, oh, oh God. And I'd forgotten about this. And I was like, oh, I'd forgotten. This is horrible. This bit's worse than all the other bits. Yeah. And then it's like, um, there's just a shot of them walking down the street and there's like nobody about and it's just them two just oh, walking down the street. Oh, your heartstrings. It is a bit reminiscent of, do you remember? Do you remember the Incredible Hulk <laughs> TV program at the end when he's like hitchhiking to yeah. that sad music. It was a bit like that for me, and I was like, oh, it's really sad. I don't think that's what they were going for. I don't think that's what they were going for, but you know. Very similar. I loved that. I watched it religiously. I every watched week. it. Was it oh. Lou Ferrigno? Lou Ferrigno, yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. So, yeah, so they're, they're doing their little uh, Incredible Hulk down the street, and then you get Audition. And then we cut to the sea, and it's seven years later. He was like, oh, the, the sea's a bit too rough. And I was like, yes, that sea is rough. It was so rough. <laughs> Very rough sea. I don't think you should have been fishing at all. And it, Yeah, I was like, I feel like there's going to be another accident on the horizon yeah. here if you don't leave. So they're, they're like, Let, let's go home. The sea's a bit rough. And then... Uh, then they're sort of saying, oh, there's no there's no luck, you've not caught a fish. Mm. And, and you can see that their bond is really yeah. strong. And it's really nice, like, yeah. their relationship's really nice. And and then he's sort of, the dad's kind of talking about love to the son. And he's like, when you're older, you'll understand. It's like such mm. a dad thing to say. And then his phone goes and it's work. And then I think the son catches a fish. And he's like, eh, caught yeah. a fish. In that really choppy sea i don't know how he did it but when, he did when it's choppy like that what do the fish do do they just go about the because i think the chop stops kind of like how do depending, they swim it depends on the interestingly it depends on the height of the wave above the surface because i guess as it's to gonna how like the turbulence is yeah. beneath the surface i assume they're gonna um, be like further in so they, so they must don't be get... getting pulled about anyway it's not really but oh that's something I've watched this week. I've totally forgotten. I watched My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. Oh, it was it so good. good. I yeah, watched that. it's on my list. Yeah, it's so good about this guy who like basically followed this octopus around for a year. Wow! And uh, and it yeah, it was octopus, amazing. Octopi. It sounds I'm very intelligent. It sounds really. it sounds shit, mm. but like 
it, it's like he was at a crossroads of his life and he didn't really know if he wanted to do documentaries anymore and, and, he, and he was a bit mm. depressed and stuff and he started diving and then just found this octopus and it like and it like befriended him somehow oh. it's really weird like it reached its little tentacle out and touched his hand so how it was definitely the same octopus all year definitely wasn't the same. it yeah because it could be easy to confuse no octopus. it was absolutely the same it was like and change the he went back every day pens. he went back every day and it had the same little hiding yeah. hole and everything yeah and there was like bits where it was just sat on his chest wow and he was just swimming with it and stuff i was like oh, that's think so that cool. octopus would be in his little rock crevice and be like right we'll be here soon i've got my stuff we'll ready soon. go for a little little trip out go see my him pal. go see my friend i loved it was, was it a male or female octopus he referred to her as her but okay. i don't know if it was accurate doesn't matter if it was it really? i think no it was a her because it laid eggs oh. yeah and then they found a baby one <gasps> at the end it was really i cute. bet she named the baby after him I bet she did. Yeah, he was like godparent to that little baby octopus. Oh, it was so good. I thoroughly recommend it. Do you think the octopus was like, I need to audition a um, foster parent for a baby. I need a tiny baby. need to audition. It was really cute. And he, yeah, and like he took his son down there and stuff and he was like my son's like found this sort of love of like marine biology mm. and stuff and they found this little octopus and i was like wow. so good interacting really with the marine world is really sort of i wish i could swim yeah I, well, yeah like good I so i could do stuff like I that because it's swim. so good i'll never forget one time i was kayaking on the, the sea and i looked over we we're very close to the coast i looked over and there was a jellyfish you know the ones with the iridescent? Yeah. It was like the size of a 50 pence piece, but oh. obviously not 2D. And um, I could see all the details of the iridescent like little fronds that it had. And it's just seared in my mind. Stuff mm. like that is crazy. I like seeing little baby jellyfish. They look like... Mm. Um, they kind of look like those foam mushroom sweets. Oh, yeah. But like clear. However, jellyfish are a bit of a oceanic... like. Concern at the you. moment, I think. I think there's they like bloom and then yeah. places get overwhelmed with them because there's too many. Yeah, especially now with people not being about, probably, probably thriving. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, no, not, so not the point. They uh, they have this huge fish and then uh, carries it back triumphant, and they will get. He says, "Oh, we'll give some to Re because it's massive. Mm. We're not going to eat all this fish." And then uh, they're having tea, cuts to tea. They're talking about sea breams. And uh, the son's like, did you know that sea breams start as male and then they change sometimes? And then uh, he's like, well, what about this one that they're eating? And he's like, well, we saw it's over his dad. So I think we can safely say that it's a girl. And he's like, like, I don't know much about ovaries. I don't know about these things. Well, I think I'd be hard pressed to identify a fish ovary. I don't it like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar. I'm with not familiar with the anatomy of a fish. fish. If I'm cutting a fish up and I've probably cooked it and I'm going to eat it, so you know, whatever. Anyway. But yeah, it was funny. I don't know much about ovaries. And then the son's like, "Dad, you look really worn out. You look ill." And I was like, "That's what you want somebody to be like. You look like shit. Aww. You look terrible." And he's like, "Oh." And it, I, I think he does like work hard for his son. Mm. Like. Is is in quite a high powered job, I think. Well, you'd be tired out if you had the perfect life and you were a film company executive, I imagine. Yeah. So and you get in, you get in added on a bit like kind of complexity in your life, yeah. And then uh, 
Ga- is it Ganga? Ganga the beagle <gasps> puppy comes. Oh, I love that. So puppy. cute. It's so fast. It's so quick on its little feet. I was, oh, as soon as I so saw cute. it. Because they said it was a boy, but the dog is clearly a girl. Yeah. It really irritates me in film when films do that. When they call a dog a boy and you're like, I, I can see it's a girl. Why can it not be a boy? Why didn't you get a boy dog? Yeah, or just I wonder refer if they to like, have to like audition dogs and like they're not right last minute yeah. or something. But Maybe. I love that little beagle. Oh, I, tell you, I was instantly worried something bad was going to happen to it. But Same. fortunately, I couldn't remember, and I was like, "Oh God, uh, please!" It's so quick on its little feet. It's so cute. Yeah. So they're playing with dog, and then he's like, uh, "Dad, why don't you remarry?" And then he's like, uh, "Okay, then." And then basically uh, cleans up the plates and walks off. And the dad's sort of sat bewildered by this information because mm. I feel like it's like a lot of information to take in. And then he's like, it's your turn to wash up. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and basically just pieces out. So dad washes up. And then uh, it cuts to what I have put, Japanese punk. And then I, I've written in my notes, I want more of this. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, it looks like a cult. What is this? I don't know if he's like a music video, a music he's, producer. He seems to be like a video production executive. Because I think his executive friend in... is like a film yeah. production guy, but he's more in the music business, but they probably collaborate with each mm. other, I'm guessing. So then they're, they're kind of watching this weird video and then it's sort of, it's cut into the dad at his job. He's just working. He's got a meeting change to half past three. This uh, His assistant tells him, and he's like, all right then, bye. Bye. And then she's like, uh, okay, see you later then. I got the feeling that his assistant kind of liked him, but she was getting married. Yeah, well. Well, yeah, she can. It cuts to she? them at the lift. She, yeah, she basically goes up to him at the lift and she's like, I'm getting married. And he's like, okay, congratulations. It's well awkward. And then he's like, all the best. So I think they've dated at some point mm. and it's not gone very well and it's been a bit awkward. But I feel like she still likes him. I feel mm. like she likes yeah. him. You can tell that she likes him. Yeah. But obviously nothing's progressed yeah. enough for anything to happen. And then he just gets in the lift, but then he kind of looks a bit sort of disappointed. That she's getting married. At the news that she's mm. getting married. And, and I don't know if it's kind of a, a sort of, oh, she's getting married. I'm alone. Sad. Well, when you're single, it feels like everyone's in a happy relationship. And yeah. when you're not single, it feels like everyone who is single is having... The time of like, their life. The time that, yeah, it's always, glass is always it's green. Probably, it? It's probably neither is true. So You make your own you make happiness your own, in your own way. You do. That's very true. That's very, very true. So then it cuts to him talking to his film friend. And he's talking about the business. And the business is fine. Blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of, there's a table of girls near them. Yeah. And uh, they're looking at this table of girls and they're all laughing and having fun and just being, they're just enjoying girls themselves. Girls on a night out, yeah. And then he, his, fr- his friend, he's like, oh, they're awful and stupid. Where are the nice ones? Uh, well, if he's bothered by that, don't ever go to Weatherspoons in the north of England. Goodness oh my me. God, you'll never cope. And then I've just put in my notes, away from you with that attitude. It's no wonder <laughs> you're single because if you talking like that about ladies then they're not going to want anything to do with you so there you go and then the dad is like i might remarry and then he's like oh have you got anyone in mind and he's like no no i like when just he skips, for my son he skips to marriage and i'm like you could perhaps think about meeting somebody meeting someone new building a foundation you don't need to be like 
I'm going to get him out. You could just be like, just just get back into socialising and maybe open to the possibility that you might meet you, someone. If you're going into it with like, I'm going to get married, you are going to scare people away because yeah. that is. But I suppose it's too much too soon. It might be if he's a middle-aged man. It might be that he's not got time. Well, yeah, it might be in Japan. It is more that someone in his position would not date around and have loads of they would be looking for a serious yeah that's true like they might not have like flings and stuff like that which i suppose that's true it's a good it well it depends who you meet but you it? need to you need to sort need to of right establish person. a bond with somebody yeah. and maybe a friendship and not progress have an and then maybe get married but but he's sort of like you know anyone in mind no no just for my son really and then he's like is it going to be an arranged marriage and he's like no and then he's like i wish there was a gorgeous woman somewhere for me so alone there is wallowing in his a misery. murder for you and then he's but then he's like well what do you want in a woman and he's like well i want her to have a career i want her to be older i don't want anyone really young i want her to play piano and it's basically his, his late wife right. we, mark yeah, too, basically is, it's all the kind of stuff that she did and it's understandable that he and it's a very and kind of wants to replace her but it's not a way to proceed is it it's a very yeah. exhaustive list and i was like you're gonna be pushed to find gonna this because gonna i feel like you a you're comparing everyone to your late wife mm. which is not a good idea and you're being too picky also you can't because he was like people who have had training are, are confident and people who haven't had training rely on others and it's like well you just don't know you i just don't I know i did not decide to go out with rob based on his acting ability no that's weird <laughs> but i feel like as well a lot of the ideals that he says that he wants in a woman are very they're very sort of stereotypical how a japanese woman should be very mm. quiet very subservient very you know, no opinions of their own. Mm. They sort of just go along with the husband, and which I feel like has changed a lot. Oh yeah, but I feel like that is probably still a thing. I think I feel like it's still a thing in a lot of other countries. To be fair, like people expect like wives to be yeah, I mean, you know, quiet little wives. People can have like expectations of roles, like mm. of husbands or wives. Yeah, but they're not. They won't work if it's not genuine yeah to the people mm-hmm. it kind of made me wonder did um is her name assume assumer asami asami mm-hmm. assumer asami i wonder if she sensed that that was what he expected and portrayed that persona to real yeah. him in because yeah. obviously she wasn't really a nice person but she understood that he Needed she kinda kind uses of uses that against him yeah. to reel him in because yeah. she could tell the Weird. sort of person he was interested in so so, yeah, so he's telling all this to his pal and he's like, I see loads of women all the time. I'll find you a woman. We'll hold an audition. <laughs> the name of the film! Hooray! So why why would that be your first... Why would that be your first step, step? in starting a relationship? You'd maybe be like, have I got any friends? Have I got any friends who maybe are single? Or do, do my yeah. friends know of anyone who's single? Yeah. Not, I'm going to set up a fake audition for you. It was never going to end well, was it? No. Do you know who I bet could have set Same. him up with someone who might suit him? Is his housekeeper lady. I yeah! Bet she, I bet she knows loads of nice people. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Be like, oh, house, housekeeper. Yeah. You know I should single be ladies? Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to set up a fake programme with the requirements of this woman that he wants, basically. So they're going to be like, in this role, we need blah, blah, blah. 
And it's set up almost like a weird rom-com yeah. at this point. It's really weird. And then they're like, yeah, so uh, they're going to find they're gonna find these gems that, that he wants to find. And then, you know, you can take one out and get married for your son and it'll be amazing. And be I am a genius. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Weirdly, it went a lot worse than it could have done. So it could, like, you might think if that happened in real life, the worst case scenario is that well, I've thought about this. get in trouble with trading standards or whatever, or... I have thoughts about this, of whether it actually happened or not. I wonder if it did happen. I wouldn't be surprised if... But I don't think it did happen. Well, I mean, I suppose if you're involved in casting... I think his, does... it's his overactive imagination. Oh, wait, what? Worst case scenarios. But anyway, we'll get into that later. Okay, yeah. So then he's like, actresses tend to be unhappy. Uh, so I'm not sure about this. And he's like, no, I'm a pro. It'll be fine. I'm going to find you the ideal woman. It's going to be amazing. So he's like, right, I guess that's what we're doing then. So it cuts to the dad in traffic and he's doing work on the phone. And then uh, he's listening to Tomorrow's Heroine on the radio. And she says, incredible things can happen if you have courage. Well, incredibly bad things Which I think he, he's a bit like, maybe I need to take this. Mm. Maybe I need to do this so I can be happy and etc. But whether that's a good idea or not, you know, it's one of them, in it? And then, and then what else does she say? She's, she talks about how stars were ordinary girls before. Julia and then Roberts, they, they ca- yeah. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts was yeah. an ordinary girl. Yeah, she's never been ordinary. I don't believe that for <laughs> one minute. And then it cuts to a girl listening and she's like, oh, that could be me. And then you, and then I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be her and they're going to meet and it's going to be like a rom-com thing, but no. Then the dad gets home and their maid's there and she's like, I've done my work, I'm going to... And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to work from home tonight and uh, she leaves. So it cuts to this massive pile of auditions that he's mm. looking through. There's envelopes and envelopes and envelopes of all it feels a bit women. mean to make people think that they could have a real opportunity and it's just for him to find a girl it's a bit harsh isn't it's it wi- it's weird i don't it's like weird. it yeah yeah so he is looking at these things but then he sees a photo of his wife on the desk mm. and then he feels a bit he feels a bit guilty i've put it's a lovely picture it's a really nice picture i always wonder it's like if i was to die tragically and and what would and, be and, the picture? Yeah, <laughs> I think about this a lot. You think that, like, or like, say if if something happens, you know, when they put people's picture in the news. Yeah, I think like, about this a lot. Be the picture. I think you should get like a photo shoot done so that there's a picture. What if I die, use this yeah. picture. Yeah, like and put it in a sealed envelope. I can imagine like, it'd be like to the fridge and so Rob knows where it is if there's uh, an emergency. One of those like sort of things where you've got like your will and your accounts yeah. and stuff will accounts picture picture yeah i do think about that a lot weirdly i was like what what, what you do you could mean? do if you obviously if you are planning it in a head you could do a photo shoot that would be like have various ones like different <laughs> moods <laughs> like you could do a somber one of you, you like do, looking yeah. out from a, a dock at a misty lake from behind graduation <laughs> picture yeah yeah you could do I like this, yeah. You could do like this is your life where you write down your life achievements and a picture of you like reading <laughs> them or with a quill writing down your will and stuff. Yeah. 
I like this, yeah. yeah. This is what I need to do. Yeah. Because I do think about this. Picture of you in the garden. I'd, uh, to be fair, I'd trust Rob to pick a nice picture of yeah. me. Yeah. I think I'd be like, please pick a nice picture of me or I'll haunt you. I feel like you could do, like, like a whole selection, like, on a scooter. <laughs> in... <laughs> In, in, on a, one of those little vespers <laughs> or something or it could depend on how <coughs> you die obviously I'm not don't want to think about it but yeah. if you had like um, a really adventurous death you could reflect that in your I know which photo. one that would be I know exactly which one that would be if I had an adventurous death <laughs> it would be the picture that I took or Rob took of me at Kendall Carlin where I'm in my wellies <laughs> And I'm in a hat and I'm drinking a brew and I look really intrepid. It'll be that one. Yeah. I wonder what I would have as my photo. Yeah. See, now you're thinking about it. It's something something to think about. You have to uh, find a picture. Yours would be a cat picture. Yeah. It wouldn't even be of you. It'd just be a cat. (laughs) (laughs) See, see, it's just talking about you, cat. Cat. (laughs) I might have one that. The photo of me when I went to visit the neighbours set. That yeah, be to be fair, the most joyous day. Oh, the best day. <laughs> yeah, or that makes could, sense. Maybe if you were a big fan of something, you could ring up the publicity or, like, say you're a big fan of, like, the audition. You could have a photo of, like, dressed, like, as a character in it mm. and recreate a scene from it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you would choose to do that. You'd have to choose something really bleak, though. That'd be you could recruit amusing. the other actor if they were busy. Like, huh? Hmm. That's a head scratcher. <laughs> Was the audition real and it involved you? Is that how you died? I'd want Robert Englund as Freddy Krueger. You could no. It's a bit dark. It's too dark. But I was gonna say you could do like a crime scene. <laughs> that no, that's dark. too dark. That's really that's dark. Too dark. <laughs> it's a step too far. Yeah, especially if it's a suspicious death. Well, what if you you did that when you were young, and then years later your your relatives oh, are like, "Is that how she died?" No, no, she died at old age, at the age of ninety seven. But she just she thought it would be fun scene. to make people think she died in an elaborate crime. <laughs> so she had a photo. She was shoot a character. <laughs> she had a photo shoot done. Can you imagine turning up to a photo shoot and being like, right? This is what I want. This is, crime this is scene. The theme. And the, the photographer would be like, I don't sign on for this. You're dead. You're loving it. You're loving it. <laughs> God. Where has this gone? It's gone really dark. It's so dark, isn't it? It's very dark. Anyway. I don't think about it anymore. Although, unless you obviously want, you want to, to laugh about at this. your own death, then go then ahead. There you go. Mm. So, uh,. I don't even know where we went. Oh, yeah, the picture. Turns her away. So then uh, I think he's on the phone to his friend. And he's like, I'm looking at all these farms. How do I choose? I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I've put him in notes car comparison. Does he compare it to, like, buying a car or looking at a car? He he says it's as hard as, like, choosing your first car or something at some point. I mean, yes, they're exactly the same. Well, a bit... And then he's like, I've got 30 girls for next week. Read the essays carefully. I like how they made them write an essay. An essay! I was like, is that a thing? Is that what you have to do for auditions? Do you have to write an essay? That's really weird. You can guarantee that this is not going to go well. Yeah, it's not going to go well. I was was listening to a podcast the other day 
it was a horror virgin and the lass that's on that pitch she was saying apparently in los angeles to get hired in a retail job or whatever Mm. it used to be a thing you had to provide a headshot with your resume oh so they only had pretty retail assistants i was like well thank god that's not a thing in this country (laughs) because i would be screwed (laughs) no you wouldn't i was like what and she was like especially in like the areas where you were near famous people Mm. yeah you you had to provide a headshot with your cv isn't that discrimination? Yeah, against... I think they've stopped it now. Yeah, I, it doesn't surprise but me. But I was though. like, oh my God, that is mm. shocking. But there you go. Imagine Hollywood if you fear. went and they looked at your headshot and they were like, you can do the uh, the warehouse. You'd be like, you'd be like oh, yeah, I've got 20 years of retail experience. I'm really good. I was a manager and this and this and this. Oh no, no thank you. You can work in the back. You can work in the back. To be fair, Thanks, I'd be like, guys. fine by me. I don't have to deal with customers. Thanks. Oh, yeah, that'd, oh, that'd be the dream. Do you know what you'd have to do? That'd you'd have to dream. make yourself up to look <laughs> as bad as possible. Have the customers. <laughs> and that's where your photo shoot comes in again. <laughs> right, I want to look really, really I bad. I look terrible. Why? Because I want a job in the back. I don't want to deal don't with don't want customers. to deal with customers. Working in retail teaches you so many things, and the main thing it teaches you is... That you don't want to deal with customers. You don't want to deal with it. Members of the public are both the best and worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing definitely. is, though, ninety nine percent of members of the public in retail are, all right. are fine. It's not just just one percent. They just cause so much <laughs> aggravation. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, give me the worst. Go to the photographer. Like, give me, give me a warehouse. Give me a warehouse face. face. <laughs> <laughs> give me a warehouse face. That's what I want. Oh my god! Imagine if they did not even that, a little bit. And they were like. This. You're not even good enough for the warehouse. You need to work in the sewer. I'd be like, oh, I went too far. There's poo in there. I don't want to. <laughs> went too far with my headshot. Joke's on you. <laughs> I'm actually a special effects artist. <laughs> Ta-da! Hire me. Oh, I don't know. We're not even a little <laughs> yeah, bit let's get back to it. So, right. So, it, said to, it says to him to read these essays carefully. Then the son comes in while he's reading these essays. He looks very stressed. He's just like, oh, my God. So his son thinks he's doing work, Ian. And he's like, uh, do you want dinner? And he's like, oh, I'll have it later. And then uh, and then the son's like, I've got a girl here. And he's like, <laughs> have you? Oh, that's lovely. And then the dad's like, she can have my tea. I'll get oh, myself something later. Him. And I was like, oh, no, that's, that's really nice. The thing with... This is it's like I don't really agree with the audition process to get a wife, but he's actually quite a nice guy. He's not a bad guy. Yeah, like, he's quite. A, he cares about his son. He's and a decent stuff. guy. Yeah. This is the thing. If he met a woman and was just like, "I'm a decent man. I love my son. I'm all right." The son is adorable. They'd be like, "Yeah, that's yeah. great. You don't need an audition." No. But anyway, so then he's still working away. And he spills coffee on one of them. And he looks at it and he appears enchanted by it. Oh, and it's, I knew, it's Sammy. Oh, I knew it was going to be a problem. It's Sammy and she's a, she she did ballet and he's reading the essay and she trained at ballet but then she had an injury so she had to stop. And it's similar to accepting death. I was like, she is fucking dark. I'd be like, she's a bit dark for me. Most people would be like, well, I did ballet till I was 18 but obviously it was ruled out by an injury so I moved on to be a dance teacher or something. So I did something else yeah. not, it was similar to accepting death I was like, whew, okay. 
So then uh, then it cuts to the son and the lady friend, dinosaur flirting. He's Aww. telling her facts about dinosaurs, and I was like, he's got some game, that boy. Dinosaur flirting. Love it. They then, seemed like a nice pair, those they two. They did. They were really nice. And she was like, oh, have I eaten your dinner? Have I eaten your tea? I'll cook you something. I was like, ah, oh, she's so cute. I mean, like, I would like a follow-up where the son, we see, see obviously... This, they had a bad chapter, but now they're happy. That would be nice. I wish every yeah. horror film had a upbeat follow-up to help you get over. Yeah. Here's a horror film, but then also there's like a, a nice little rom-com. Coming of age coming kind of, age. of rom-com to follow up with it, of, of all the characters You've got to included. watch as a double feature because you're like, oh, this is really sad, but I'm going to watch this. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah, she's lovely. She's so polite. Then uh, he... The dad takes Doggy for a walk and he's and he's getting the dog ready and then like when the, the son kind of looks over at him he's like, okay, she's nice. She did offer to cook me tea, so. Then it cuts to the room where the auditions are happening and all the blinds go down and it's this like single chair in this stark sort of, looks almost like a warehouse but I think it's just a really giant office. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's really weird. And then he's like, I feel like a criminal. I don't want to do this. It's weird. And then it cuts to the auditions. To Jazzy Tunes montage. <laughs> the friend the friend is weird as anything in this. He asks some really odd questions. Mm. So, uh, wasn't it well edited? I thought they edited yeah. it, this sequence really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Because it could have got repetitive, but they did it so well. Yeah, it was really funny. He's like, basically, how do you feel about drugs? Would you work in the sex industry? Are you psychic? What? Huh? <laughs> I'd be like, I thought I was on an audition for a program. I don't understand this. They're searching for a psychic drug-taking sex worker. Apparently. If you were psychic, you wouldn't be a sex worker. If you were psychic, you wouldn't be at that audition. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So he sees a Sami on the list and he's like, ooh, I'm excited. There are no acting questions asked whatsoever in this i would be suspicious if mm. i was these women but they don't seem to care so then the whoever their sort of assistant comes in and is like we're gonna have a 10 minute break and then his friend's like ah, are you asking any questions and i'd be like well you're asking enough weird questions for the both of us so i really don't need to is he wanting to know if they're psychic just as to get an idea of I their think, character. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's trying to find sort of clean living mm. non-sex worker, non-psychic people for his friend. <laughs> because that's what we all look for in that order. And then uh, the dad goes out for a break because I feel like he's quite overwhelmed by mm. this whole thing because it's all very strange. And he sees a Sami sat at a table. And then we go back to jazz. The woman, the woman that are interviewing at this point talks about porn or she was in porn or she has a friend in porn or something mm. and then the friend's like i'll use her for another part <laughs> and i was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> then uh i've put suicide woman this woman was weird and then uh they were like have we interviewed you already today and she's like yes but i have more to say. say and i was like oh no mm. oh no she's strange i believe the suicide rates in japan are higher than um, a lot of other countries. There's a lot of pressure, I think, mm. for people in, in Japan. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure, like social pressure that's put on people, from mm. what I can gather. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Quite, yeah, which must be quite difficult. I say that, I don't really know the details, but I have... Yeah, I, that's... Weirdly, I, having watched this film, I was Googling the most expensive house in Japan for 
curiosity. <laughs> um, I've always found it interesting when you see expensive houses in different countries, how different they are. Yeah. But anyway, and then I, I came across this information about the suicide rates. Yeah. Is that the same? There's some things that I've kind of watched about about sort of life in Japan and stuff, and I think mm-hmm. they, there is a, a lot of a lot of pressure to be successful and... Well, it's interesting because uh, if I had gone, if I had been Japanese and gone to school in Japan, I would not have done very well at school in Japan. Mm, same. So it makes me glad that I went to school to a, a comprehensive where you could kind of, as long as you were nice, you were fine. <laughs> were you? Yeah, you didn't have yeah. to like. You didn't have to get good. I mean, getting good marks at school is important for your future yeah. career and stuff. But if you don't get good marks at school, you, as an adult, you can go to college. You can do. We do things. it. You can yeah. train or study. Because yeah. I feel like if you don't get good marks in some school environments, like perhaps like yeah. schools where the the basic kind of education education is the minimum, and you're supposed to excel. Like I wouldn't have liked it. I would have not have done well at a school. Where you need to excel. Mm. Yeah, that's it. In it, I yeah. I think I'd be the same. I know. People are like, I want to send my children to the best school and I'm like, I'll send them to a school where they just... I will send them to an average school where average, they may please. or may not do well. <laughs> but at least they'll be able to chill out. Exactly. So, we get all these strange women and weird questions and then we get Asami. She comes in. Mm, I was like, don't, no. She's all don't dressed in white. All the way through. Dressed oh, in white. she is. Which I don't know. I know, like, she's not a ghost, but I know that sort of ghostly women are depicted all in white with the hair down in Japan. As like a did you know it's something to do with like your hair is normally tied up. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. When we were watching Resident Evil: The Village, and there was the giant woman in it, oh, and we were researching. I so I decided to investigate how tall she was, stuff like that. She's like nine foot six, whatever. She's nine foot six with shoes and hat. And um, it also, the list that included her height also included other incredibly tall characters. And it had at the end, Peppa Pig, who's seven foot tall. Peppa Pig's seven Peppa foot Pig's tall. seven foot tall. That's terrifying. I think it must be because if you dress as Peppa for children's entertainment, an adult yeah. in a Peppa Pig costume I guess if a pig were to stand to on its hind feet. legs, it would be quite tall. Because I think they've got short legs, but very, very long Long body. bodies. Oh, Ooh, that's oh. unsettling. They'd totter, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh, oh no. This episode's got weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were also talking about because Resident Evil was was designed in Japan. A fairy tale figure is a incredibly tall woman with long hair who wears like a robe or dress. Yeah. Who kidnaps children. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it. And perhaps relates to that. It's something to do with yeah. I know that 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 kind of look. It. What I mean. I don't know if it is now, but it was like sort of contrary to social norms of women. Mm. So they were that. That was kind of the depiction. Interesting. Yeah. All societies though have a mythical figure who kidnaps children because parents need a way to teach their children to, to stay away from behave. strangers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because through history, there have been people who would try to hurt children. So all cultures have that kind of fairy tale, bogeyman type thing to help children not be kidnapped, kidnapped, which is essential and very important. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) So she comes in. She's all quiet. She says that she's had office for film and TV. Well, this isn't. So there you go. Mm -hmm. She says that she's under Ace Records. 
And then they're like, are you unemployed? How do you pay your bills? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I work in a bar for a friend. I'm comfortable, as long as I'm not extravagant. You like, can't wear I get white by. working in a bar. You'd get absolutely covered in beer. Absolutely. It would be like, you'd look like a leopard with <laughs> yeah, it'd be terrible. spots if you tried to wear white. You'd, that's why all bar people wear black. Yeah, it makes sense. Even pouring beer, you get it all over you. I once poured a pint. I worked for one night in a pub once. Me too! Did you? <laughs> yeah, I got... It wasn't for of, me. I asked if they had any jobs, and they were like, yeah, we've got some jobs, do a shift tonight. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't actually expect to do that, but I'll do it. And I was like, yeah, I can't hear what everyone's ordering, and I don't know what the drinks are, and I can't pull a pint, so I'm not going to do it. And I pulled, pulled this pint, and it was like 90% head. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and the guy complained. And I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. And I just walked off. And that's why you didn't work yeah. in the bar industry. The main issue that I found was I didn't know the prices of anything. And I couldn't hear the orders. I couldn't mm. hear what people were ordering. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So, the dad asks about the ballet. And it's his only question that he's asked. And he's like, I loved your essay. It was amazing. And he really relates to her. And they have a little moment. And it's all very nice. And then they're like, thanks, we'll be in touch. She's very quiet. She bows... On the way out. Mm. So she's unlike the other people that we've seen. She's a lot more traditional in that sense. Uh, The friend says he's not keen on her. She makes him nervous. So there you go. Mm. But the dad likes her. The friend's not so sure. I was like, listen to your friend. He's like, I'm not sure what it is. I can't put my finger on it. But I just, there's just Mm. something. Like, there's some people who you just get a feeling from, isn't there? And you, Mm. you couldn't, like, they might be the nicest person, but... There's just something. Get a vibe. Get a vibe. If you get a bad vibe. I put vibe. I vibe. put vibe in my notes. Mm. Yeah, if you get a bad vibe, trust it. Mm-hmm. Or don't trust them. Yeah. Don't, do Absolutely. trust your vibe. Trust your don't, gut. Yeah. Yeah. Then it comes to tea time. And then uh, the dad's like, your friend seems nice. Like your new friend. Mm. She's not all she seems, he says. She's complex. I'm scared of women. And then he's like, uh, so when are you going to remarry, dad? Because when you do... Please choose a good cook that is better than I made because she's not very good. Aww, she's Aww. nice. I know, she is, but, you know, her cookery skills mm. leave something to be desired. Then he's looking at Asami's application and decides to ring her. And he kind of invites her out, kind of, like... It's, it sounds kind of like um, the next stage of your audition process is a more in-depth interview and he's inviting her to that rather, rather than hey, to him, on a date. it's like going for a date, whereas yeah. he's kind of made it seem like it's... I feel interview. like when you invite people on a date, they need to know they're on a date because if they don't, it's weird. You need to go mm. in knowing it's a date, not a secret date. But if you... <laughs> well, I was going to say, if you didn't know it was a date, you might be more yourself... Maybe. But then if you think it's a job interview, you're not going to be yourself. You're going to be like, you're going to be I'm like a very job hard person. worker. I can work great individually or as part of a team. I always say that. I, the work thing that I, I work too hard. Yeah. yeah exactly. If I, say, if I have any faults, it's really that I, do, I work too hard. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. a perfectionist. And I, sometimes I just work too hard and give 110% for the company. <laughs> It's not true. It's, it's, it's not, not true. true. It's not true. So, yeah, so then uh, the phone goes again after he's invited her out and the pal calls about Sami and then he's like, she isn't with Ace Records. I called them. What she said doesn't check out, plus someone's missing. Huh? Mm, that should have been a red flag. Which which is red flag central. It's bad. Cut to date. They're on a date. 
And then uh, and then basically she's like, oh, I was told to pretend that I had contacts for this audition because it, it looks better if you've got contacts. I didn't mean to lie. I've put, for some reason, I've put in my notes her body language. I don't know why I've put that. I've forgotten. Mm. Was Sammy under the impression? Is she quite, like, hunched? Maybe. Yeah, she's quite, she's, when she's sat, she's always quite hunched and, like, little. Did she actually think it was an audition for a film? Yeah. Because otherwise, because she must have. I think she did, She didn't, there was no way for her to know that she she was going to meet a potential suitor. So is she like, I'm going to leave murdering people and I'm going to pursue acting. But then she's like, well... I don't think she is a murderer at all. I think it's all in the dad's mind. So I think this he's met this woman who he likes. Yeah. And they've been on a date. And then it's him thinking, what if she's a murderer? What if she's a psychopath? What What if when I'm sat calling her, this is what she's doing at home? Really? That's what I think. Wow. Yeah. And the mayor... Some of it may be a dream. Well, it did chop around a little bit, but yeah. I had just assumed that that was um, showing to us the the way in in yeah. which the story has unfolded without spoon feeding it to that's you. What I, that's what I thought when I first watched it. But when I watched it again, I was like, maybe it's just him like jumping to conclusions about her. Imagine because like, it cause was like his friend's like... been like, his friend's like, oh, she's a bit weird. And then so he goes in a rabbit and hole. And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, I quite like her. But, yeah, what if she is a bit weird? What you if must, she is a psychopath? Your imagination must be quite in-depth if you wonder where your new girlfriend used to work and in your imagination meet a man with false feet. Yeah, which I think was a dream because that's all very strange. We'll get, we will get to we it. We will get to it. Aspects of his feet that puzzled me quite badly and I didn't He looked like it. he was wearing, like, lace-up skin. Yeah! Like, yeah. Oh, anyway, we will get Just... to it. So, so yeah, so she she's like, I didn't mean to lie. And then he's like, shall we meet again? Yes. And then he's like, you can phone me, blah, blah, blah. So then it cuts to him and he's like, I've made my mind up. There'll be no more interviews. I've found her. She's amazing. She's my favourite. She's the one. She's great. And then uh, the friend's like, don't be too hasty. Don't call her yet. Just take a breath and see what happens. Life isn't that simple. And then he's like, yes, it is. She's great. (laughs) I don't know what you're on about. And then he's kind of saying that he couldn't check her background or where she worked and, and stuff. And he's like, I feel like this might be an issue it's a bit strange and then he's like i trust you you have found me this woman Mm. and it's all very good she's my ideal woman she should have just got a normal job somewhere and then she could have said oh i work at this place and he'd check it out and they'd be like oh yeah yeah she works here yeah but that's not the story but that's not the story so yeah he's like just slow down don't ring her just wait for you know to see what happens so then the dad's at home and then it cuts to Sammy at home, sat on the floor. And there's a sack in the background. Yes. There's no furniture you in this house. You don't notice the sack at first, do you? No, it's like she's in the for. No. she She's in the she's foreground. She's in the foreground and then the sack's in the background. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it, But it's like she's almost sat in like a hall or like the mm. doorway to a it's room. It's almost like it's her, her little flat is yeah. completely empty. There's nothing, there's nothing in there. She doesn't even got a chair. Yeah. She's just got a phone in the middle of the floor. And a sack. And she's sitting, waiting for On it to call. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, it cuts to the dad asleep. And then I was like, it could be here where he's maybe having a dream and it's mm. run away with him. 
Possibly. May or may not. He has a dream of his wife by a tree. And then it cuts to him coming home and the maid asks if he's alright. And then he's like, yeah, I'm good. And then she sort of says, you've been a single dad for seven years. You've formed your own company. You know, you've done a lot. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, I guess I have. And then she's like, have you got a lady friend? She has such a quick tea break. She literally sits down, pours tea, drinks it, gone. Yeah, she's never still, that woman. Yeah. She's, she's good. Need have a proper sit down. She, um, yeah, and she smiles and she's like, a man needs a woman for support, which isn't necessarily true, but, you know, whatever. Then it cuts to the office. The assistant's leaving and she says bye to the dad and it's all a bit awkward again. Like, their exchanges are really, really odd. And he is just staring at this phone. And then it cuts to Asami in her apartment. And then it cuts back to the dad. He picks up the phone, but then hangs up. Mm. So I think he's like, oh, Ooh, I don't do know I, if I do it do or not. Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> do not. And then uh, it cuts to the phone ringing at Asami's. And she smiles. And, uh, and I've put ring vibes because she looks like the girl from The Ring. Because like, she's sat with her hair. The ring. She's sat with her hair like all over her face. So you can't actually see her face. And then the sack, the innocent sack that we saw before, fucking moves. And I was like, nope, that is bad. Mm, I didn't like it. I don't like that sack. She answers the phone and then the dad's like, hi, it's me. And then it cuts to them going for another date. She's wearing a really awesome red red coat in this as well. It's like Mm. a... So it got fur on it. It's really cool. Uh, oh yeah, she it was big collar. Fur yeah, coat. so cool. Like, did that feathers too? I loved it. I was like, that is amazing. And then she's like, I've been waiting for your call. I thought I'd never see you again. And then they're having sort of small talk. She sort of says that she's not really close with her family. She's working at Stonefish Bar, but she doesn't really talk about anything there because the boss interferes with the private life, and mm. it's a bit weird. So he won't go to look at the, where this bar is, I guess. And it's... Yeah, he's, people... he's like, oh, I don't want to intrude or come on too strong or whatever, which is fair enough yeah. if she was telling the truth. There's people sort of around them, but then it cuts to an empty bar. So they've had mm. a good date because they've chatted and chatted. Yeah. When me and Rob went on our first date, we chatted and chatted and chatted and chatted for ages. Like, Aww. we never shut up, which is great. Good. Yeah. Then the dad says about the film because obviously that's going to come up because apparently there was a film so the backer didn't like the script so the film might not happen he says Mm. which i was like that's pretty clever so she's like i'm glad to have met you anyway then it cuts to them at a restaurant so they've gone for a drink and then they're going for food and i feel like he really empathizes with her because like she's got this kind of air of sadness about her which i think he has Mm. as well and he's like i I get it i totally get it and he tells her that things get better. And she says that she's been alone with no one to talk to. And she's like, yeah, I'll talk to you. You're quite lovely. And it's all great. He's so warm. He is. He's lovely. And then they're like, shall we have another date? Yes, we'll have another date. And it's like, oh, well, that's right. That's oh, didn't lovely. she She say something? Like, That'd be great. And then she's like, oh, I forget my manners. And I'm like, yeah, you don't need... To but restrain the... yourself from saying something would be great. But that's the mm. thing, yeah. So, yeah. Then they're in the taxi. She leaves 
the taxi and then he's on his way home and he looks really happy and you're like good for you dad mm. yeah you yeah good I for you I love the taxi Great. with the doily style seat cover and it had like the word crown written on it and I'm like that is that's a peak classy taxi. taxi that's peak taxi that isn't it then it cuts to the phone and then it fades to black then we come back in with dino facts with certain <laughs> <laughs> he loves dinosaurs, that he guy. He loves dinosaurs. And I love he? it. I uh, got some dinosaur earrings the other day. Did you? Yeah, they're great. They're like acrylic cutouts Ooh, of dinosaurs. Cool. They're very fun. I find it bizarre that dinosaurs existed and then a meteorite caused them to go extinct and then we appeared. Yeah. I just find it bizarre. It kind of makes me sad that we don't exist alongside dinosaurs but I, also it would be quite dangerous I, I i think we would have been eaten definitely i'd have been eaten if you could choose some dinosaurs to bring back which would you choose not the ones that would eat me triceratops yeah i like triceratops uh them big ones so this see when i was at school it was called a diplodocus yeah and then and when you watch telly they're like diplodocus and i'm like they're, they're diplodocus yeah um, dippy yeah Dippy but didn't they, they changed it. So when also when I was at school, their necks went straight up, mm. over, like a cat's tail. And um, now they're like, no, 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 we've re- realised. And their their necks are long, yeah, like horizontal rather yeah. than vertical. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, because we just don't know. Like T Rexes, but but they will mm. eat you. But they are cool. And um, if there was some kind of place we could put them, like a it's theme like a park. Like a park. Yeah, that would yeah. be handy, wouldn't it? Right. We, could, we could get a few experts in to trial it before opening to the public. Yeah. Maybe a mathematician. Maybe Jeff Goldblum could be there. <laughs> anyway. I do love Jurassic Park. It's great, isn't you it? You can't go wrong. I've only recently seen it. Oh, really? I don't understand how. Yeah. It's so good. The it was modern one of those ones are fine. Seen... They're not as good. Yeah, I'd seen bits of it on TV, but I'd never actually sat and watched it mm. all the way through. But then I did, and I was like, this is amazing. I loved it. Which is your favourite bit? Is it the bit of the jelly? The jelly? Yeah, when that girl's trying to eat jelly, and it's quivering oh, yeah. because the, the dinosaur's stomping. Yeah. I like the bit where they have that little tour, and um, John talks to himself. <laughs> remember that bit? Is it Richard Attenborough? Mm. One of the Attenborough brothers. Yeah, it's Richard. And he's like, hello, John. Oh, hello. Oh, I love it. And then that DNA man. Oh, the DNA the, man. Yeah. And the, yeah. He reminds me of like, he's like the equivalent of the paperclip on yeah. Microsoft yeah. Word. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, oh, yeah, it's great. We need to cover that as well. That's on we the list. We should. So, yeah. So, anyway. Dino Facts with Son. Dad comes in to chat and he says that the curtains need cleaning. And then he's like, I've got a girlfriend. And he's like, okay. And then he's like, I knew it. You were acting weird. And then he's like, she's 24. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then son's like, oh, is she pretty then? Because she's 24. And then I think he says something about, oh, she'll be cheating on you or something. But like makes a joke. And then he's like, the dad's like, I'm more experienced than that. It's fine. I'm going to ask her to marry me. The son is completely on board. He's so supportive. If someone said that they're going to ask... Someone who they've just met to marry them. If it was anybody, I'd be like, you might want to rethink that. Leave it for a bit. Leave it for a bit. Leave it for a bit. Especially if it's someone yeah. who he's only had two dates with or whatever. He met her through a phony audition. She's 24 and he's going to be like 40-something. Mm. 
Maybe wait. Not Maybe to mention, go on another date. And this is even if she's not a murderer. Exactly. You would do all these things even in the best possible circumstances. That she's not a murderer. Yeah. But in this case, she is. So it's worse. Exactly. So then it cuts to a car going through the countryside. They've rented a place at the beach. And then he's like, uh, what should we do before tea? Oh, this is my favourite scene There's a good the chef film. here. He's he's got a sharp. He's what is it? He's sharp tempered. My favourite scene of the film where she was looking out to sea and he came out. Yeah, that was a really nicely staged shot. It was. It was nice. Wasn't yeah, it, it was that very beach well done. Lovely. And then he's like, "We can go to a gallery. We can go before it closes. Blah blah blah. We could do this." Uh, she turns the light off, takes clothes off while he's chatting away, and then I put she wears a lot of white because she's mm. still in white. She gets into bed. Did you not think when they moved all the covers, when he got into bed too, it looked like the sack? No, I didn't. So when he yeah. got into bed as well, the covers were all up over, like it was like it was the sack. Oh. Mm. Might have been a coincidence. Interesting. I don't think so. So she says, she's like, come here. I want you to look at me first. And then lifts the sheet up and I was like, what is she making him look at? That's a bit weird. But it turns out it's her legs because she's got some scars on her legs. She burnt herself when she was younger. And then she's like, I want you to know everything about me. Apart from that man that lives in that sack in your house. Mm. Don't want him to know that. And then he says that she's beautiful. And I was like, that's a very supportive man. That's what you want to hear, isn't it? And then she, but then she's like, will you love me and no one else? And I was like, this is a bit extreme. Well, for the third date, yes. For a third date. Can't really commit to that yet, love, but, you know, whatever. Then he's like, yes. And then she says, oh, they all say that, but you're different. You're a different one. And it's all a bit intense and weird and a bit much, to be honest. Mm. (laughs) Then it cuts to him waking up. He wakes up. She isn't there. The phone goes and it's reception. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I tried to call, but there was no answer. And he was like, oh, I was asleep. Your companion has left, so we need to confirm that you're staying. And then he's like... He's just sort of like, eh? What? Where is she? What is happening? I don't actually know. Then it cuts back to the office and he's talking to his friend. And he's like, she has fully disappeared. I don't know what is happening. And then he's like, maybe there was a misunderstanding. Get her address. Go to her house. Blah, blah, blah. I would suspect leaving a hotel in the middle of the night when she don't have independent transport. That's like ghosting to the extreme, isn't it? I was like, Jesus. So I'd be like, eh, maybe she wasn't for me then. I wouldn't have. I would never have got to that stage. Audition number two. (laughs) (laughs) Call back. Call back. Who was the second choice? Yeah, it'd be that psychic one. Oh God. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I've only got a CV, so I I can't. I don't know. I don't have any other details. Just forget about her. It's fine." And then he's like, "Oh, I've lost your head over a girl. She's jilted you. Oh, it's all very terrible." And then the friend's like, "What? What's up with you? What's your deal?" And he's like, "Well." just been jilted by a woman and i'm feeling a bit sad about it but then he decides that he's going to find her he's like i'm gonna find her i'm gonna go look for her so he's trying to find a lead of somewhere where he can pin her down basically Mm. and he and he thinks about this ballet that she used to do and he manages to track down this studio securely locked studio wasn't it oh yeah it was weird that studio Glass sliding doors that weren't locked with a couple of planks of wood. That'll planks keep, of wood, keep yeah. them out. Derelict. Yeah. So he uh, he Winter. looks 
wait until that. No, it's fine. Yeah. So he gets to this studio and it looks really run down. And there's no answer when he knocks on the door. But then he hears a piano inside. So he breaks into this ballet studio. And there's a wheelchair man at a piano with a fire bucket next to him. Is that, were those incense sticks? I don't know. I don't know if he was like lighting a fire. I think they were the skewers. Mm. The skewers from mm. when he burnt her leg. Mm. And there's some ballet shoes on the piano. And he's like, Hi, uh, I called earlier. I'd like to ask about a Sami. And then the wheelchair man's like, Go away. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, Have you had any trouble with her? How can I get in touch with her? And then he starts laughing, this guy. So then the dad's like, Have you seen her? And he's like, Yes. And then he's like, Have you heard a voice? And then he's like, what, what are you on about? Oh, this creepy guy. This creepy guy with his weird legs. In an instant. So the guy wheels up close to him and asks if they've been intimate with each other. But like, it's none of your business. I'm just asking where she is. I don't really want to get into this with you right now. And then uh, he's laughing away and then it cuts to him burning young Sammy on the leg. Oh, it was horrible. Which was the scars yeah, that she I showed him like before. That, I hate that guy with his oh, feet. He's, oh, he's horrible. Horrible. Then he stands up and his feet are all kinds of messed up. I don't know mm. what is going on, but it's... it looks like his leg has been laced up yeah. like a boot. So he's sort of got like a metal thing on the stump of his ankle and, and uh, over and around that is a sort of laced up boot made of it looked like, like skin. skin it looked like and then, skin like little wooden was going on plates on the bottom oh it's properly weird. weird and then he's like go away so then the dad runs away he goes to a bathroom and sort of tries to freshen up and get Washes whatever that happened out oh, of his mind you'd need a full-on shower yep. sauna haircut Yep. You'd need the works Manny to pedi, wash that man Massage. <laughs> get a pedicure. If you meet a creepy old man, you'd get, get a pedicure. A pedicure. <laughs> After looking at his disgusting feet, I'd be like, I need a pedicure. So then he remembers that she said that she worked at the Stonefish Bar. So he goes there. And it's down some steps, like in a sort of basement area. So he's going down there and having a little peep and a nosy. And then a guy says, there's no one there. It closed down a year ago. The owner was murdered. Mm. Oh, well, that's not a red flag. And then uh, he's like, yeah, the the owner was mostly on their own. Don't know Sammy. It's rumoured that this woman was on drugs going with a record producer. Apparently she was cut up and there was blood in the hall because the floor's uneven and it ran into the hall. This man is retelling this awful murder with a, as if you it's a lot of detail about for like the last time you had fish and chips oh yeah it's very matter of fact yeah. and then he's like yeah so uh there was three extra fingers an ear and a tongue at the scene <laughs> oh isn't it a and i was just world. i'd have been like i don't need to know this this is too much so then uh it cuts to his house and the maid's there and she's sorting stuff she's feeding the lovely beagle Oh, it's so cute. I love cute. that little beagle. I love it. It's almost unnaturally fast in a it's good way. So it's so cute. Like, do, 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 do. It's it probably little, yeah. yeah. Oh. So she leaves work and there's somebody watching the house and they go in. Ugh. And then I was like, oh no, the dog. Something's going to happen oh, to the I dog. I was very concerned. But it doesn't. Fortunately. The dog is fine. Even she isn't that bad. Oh, thank God. It just shows someone who's prepared to cut off someone's tongue and everything else but not kill a little beagle wouldn't hurt a beagle and that's I'm like that's that's good she has a good spark of moral, humanity yeah, yeah that's good moral compass there 
the son is on the hands phone says staying out and he's like can you feed the dog and eat something dad don't forget to mm. eat and then it comes to the dad at home drinking whiskey he's sat in his chair like he does because like there's been shots of him sat drinking whiskey mm. in a chair and he sat there but then you can tell he starts to feel a little bit weird and he yeah gets a headache he's and he tired, gets tired isn't it yeah he gets up and then basically falls backwards yeah. onto the floor she's drugged his scotch drugged his scotch Ugh. then it cuts to... to i know it's good job he didn't have a bigger sip imagine if he'd have th- like downed it yeah, might kill him. Got some some answers. She's got give. some cheek. Yeah, piece of work. So it cuts to a date, and it's the second date again that mm. they were on before. How have you been? And then it's I thought I'd never see you again. Parents divorce. I live with un- my uncle. It was terrible. I was abused. Oh yeah, it was sad. I didn't know if the covered story in, was true though. But I, if it is true, it's really sad. Covered in cuts and bruises and all this kind of stuff. And then I've put second date chat. It's not mm. really second date chat, that is it. Oh. And then she's like, I want you to know everything. I got pneumonia when I was little and broke my shoulder. I went back to live with my mum. Because of my terrible uncle, I was seven. My mum remarried. I had no more injuries, but the stepdad hated me. He was disabled. He used to like be horrible to me, and he used to hide till my mum came home. And I was like, "Oh, that's really it's horrible." Really sad. And then she's like, "I shouldn't be telling you such a bizarre story, but he is really understanding. Like mm. he's like, oh, that's horrible. Like, oh." And then uh, she sort of starts talking about ballet and how dancing calmed and purified her ugly feelings. And it saved her life, basically. And then he says to her, I think you're wonderful. And then he sees his wife sat at another table. And he introduces the wife to Asami. And she says, don't marry her. Not her. Don't do it. No. Well, she's right. She's absolutely she's right. Absolutely she's right. She's right. Going back to the photos, the, of we were talking about having a photo shoot for so that people have a photo for when you have died. Yeah. What if there's one of you being like, don't Scold do it. <laughs> yeah. Scolding. Don't no, do no, it. no. Yeah. Do you know what you could do? This is going to sound cross weird. Looking yeah. Mad. <laughs> looking cross. Yeah. You could get them printed on cards, like playing cards, <gasps> and then Different your relatives could draw a random Ooh, card. Like cards. Yes. And you, you could be like, now what? What should should I go should out with this I other girl? This? Draw a card. And it's a picture Cross. of you. No. no. <laughs> Draw a card. It's a picture of you. Thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to have That's a Dale genius. Cooper Twin Peaks thumbs yeah. up picture. Yeah. You'd go. Well, it depends how many cards. That's the picture I would want. Yeah. That. Yeah. That is the picture. That is the you picture need. that I would want. Dale Cooper yeah. thumbs up. You'd need yeah. like I don't know. You need a, like a shrug. A shrug of like I don't know. A scared, a worried, a worried, a all the theatre thumbs masks, up, thumbs, thumbs down, up, thumbs down, hand, hand like, like mm, come see, come see, yeah. yeah, I like this. Um, yeah. You could do like a double thumbs up. Oh yeah, you could do like a okay, okay, yeah. You could be like you know when you like draw your hand across your yeah. neck to be like nope. Yeah, I like this. What else? You could do it in like. You could do it as as you, but in a series of popular internet memes. Ooh, <laughs> Edvard Munch. <laughs> do it in different types of art. Girl with the pearl earring. When you, yeah. you want to be ambiguous, girl with the pearl earring. Or maybe Mona Lisa. What does this mean? <laughs> no, nothing. Ambiguous. It's ambiguous. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. 
So then it cuts back to them going to the hotel. And they're at this hotel, this beach thing. And then she's a bit full on. She's like, I want you! And basically undoes his pants and he's like, I don't understand what's going on. Ah. Mm. And then he looks down and it's his his assistant. Which makes me think that it's maybe a dream or him Mm. sort of overthinking. Him processing. Processing stuff, yeah. It cuts to his assistant and then she's like, we made love once, I thought I'd go somewhere, but he didn't. Ah." And then it cuts back and it's Asami again. But then it cuts back again and it's his son's girlfriend Mm. and I've put Sailor Moon because she's dressed like a sailor. Yeah. She's fully wearing a sailor's sailor's outfit. And then he's like, ah! And then runs away. And then he sees the sack appear. So he's he's not doing well at this point. I hate the sack. And he goes to investigate it. He's like, if I saw a strange burlap sack in someone's desolate house, Mm. I would not investigate it i would back away out of that room do you know what though and shut the door i have got a couple of bags for life type bags um they're not in my house. Sacks, no, but they're all they're like piled up and i like push them out of sight and in them is not a person <laughs> but all my unopened letters oh god that i get <laughs> From the bank, all the energy services, all like all the letters I get, British Gas, all of that. I just put them in a bag. Oh god! And then when the bag's full, I push it under some coats. Oh god! <laughs> I'm so glad I don't live with you. <laughs> Stress me out. <laughs> if they really need me, they can call me. That's true. That's true. It helps yeah. me weed out the first and second warning. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> to be fair, most of the time, if. If it felt like it had um, a card in, like a bank card, I would probably open that. I like like how you said probably. Probably. (laughs) You didn't say, oh yeah, definitely open it. I'd probably Probably open open it. it. I might do. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You are funny. (laughs) So he goes to investigate this sack and it goddamn moves. And a man crawls out of it. He's missing his feet. He's missing fingers. He's missing an ear. And he's missing his tongue because he can't speak because he's like, oh. If he could speak, he'd be saying, help me. And then uh, and then he's like, ah, what's going on? He'd be mod- At this point, I'd be like, ring the police. Ring the police right now. Yeah, Just ring the police. This is where everything kind of Thing is, starts though, to go sideways. He, th- so this is this confused me a little bit. So he is knocked unconscious by his poisoned scotch in his house. Mm-hmm. But then he's in Asami's house. Yeah. But then when she's doing what she does, mm. he's in his house. So did he actually... He didn't actually go to Asami's house. Did he just see? I Was that not when he was knocked out? Well, I wasn't sure that. if she'd move... Like, if he was imagining <clears throat> or he was visualising... I think he was vig- visualising. She didn't take him to her flat. No. And then take no. him back to his house. Because no. that would be silly. No, because he never went to her house. But he was there to see. He, but but yeah. he wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. So Asami is throwing up in the next room. Ugh. You can hear her throwing up. And she brings a dog ball and puts it down for this I man. Could, I couldn't... Co- Do you know what is... Even worse, when I watched this bit, I was trying to eat my porridge. Oh, no! <laughs> so I was having breakfast. Because obviously... I probably should have warned you. You have to <laughs> watch films. Well, you have to watch films when you have time, don't you? Yep. And I didn't and finish it, it in the evening. Breakfast. And the next morning, I was trying to have, of all things, porridge. porridge. So, yeah, she puts... I could have watched it. She puts it down for the, 
You're going to hate it even more in a minute. She puts it down for this man. I don't even want to hear and it. And he eats it. <sighs> and then she oh. turns into a little girl and says, will you love only me? It so, was so bad. Fun fact about that. I don't want to know. The woman who plays Asami, yeah. E.E. He, I think she's called, actually vomited into that dog bowl. And then I put, I hope he wasn't actually fed it. Was it? It wasn't real. She was actually it? vomited into a bowl. Because right. it was getting her into the role, but well, I, well, just just act. Don't, don't actually do it. It was not. It was not elaborated on whether she actually fed it to that poor oh, man or not. You couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't. Hope not. It worried me. No, it's worrying me. It worried me. They wouldn't do that. They couldn't. Oh, I hope not. They couldn't actually do that. Then they, they just couldn't. So she's she turns into this little girl, and then the weird man from the ballet comes with a hot stick. And says, dance for me or I'll punish you. And then she's an adult and she's in this studio and she sits there and lets him burn her with these sticks. Oh, it was hot. I didn't like that bit. It was really weird. And then the dad comes and sees her walk to the man in the wheelchair because he's at the piano. Mm. And he's playing the piano and he's got his back to her. So she, he sees her walk oh. towards him with piano wire. I couldn't watch this. From, from Pretty much from this point. But he's... On, I only intermittently actually could look at we the like screen. Watching yeah, it through I was like, fingers. I just have my yeah. So he's he's oblivious, but she comes and basically winds this piano wire around oh. his neck. But he sat there not moving. Like if somebody tried to throttle you with piano wire, you'd fucking move, wouldn't you? You'd be like, "What are at you doing?" Least, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'd at I least have punched her in the face. At least. I'm not sure if this is actually what happened or this if this is another visualization this is the thing like of, i think it, yeah. a lot of it is is him working through some stuff mm. and i think it's him working through the fact that he's moving on after his wife mm. and and that sort of guilt and also the fact that you don't really truly know anybody well i suppose that's true do you know what's ironic like internet dating if you say if you had someone who's in that situation where their partner's very sadly passed away seven years have gone by and they're looking at perhaps moving on mm-hmm. so this film is in part responsible for the fear that you could have because <laughs> So it's, it's it about how scary it is to move on and, and start to open up yourself to love someone again. Yeah, and, and yet, date people. If you'd seen this film... You'd never date again. If you didn't watch this film, you might you wouldn't have the fear that this film is trying to teach us about... I'm like, you. that's why everyone's it's, scared. It's good to be like aware, this. to be fair. Like, when I first met Rob... I had my friend on standby because I was like, well, he yeah. might be a murderer. I've met him online. I don't know. It's good. To, it is good to be aware. But For the record, he isn't so far. No, been with him ten years now. I don't. I so think he's fine. I think yeah. he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's weird. He's not moving, but the piano's playing, which kind of makes me think that it's kind of a dream. And then he says to her, "You're wonderful," and then she says to him, "She never stopped being happy." And then the dad's like, "Asami," because I think he's like. No! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> don't do that! And then it flash flash cut to a woman having sex, but I don't know who that woman is. But they're in the restaurant where they were at the beginning, saying that men need women. And then the friend's there saying, how about an audition? So it's all kind of Weird. processing this kind of stuff. Do you not think the actor who was playing the friend was like, I'm so glad I didn't have any other part. I'm glad I had the part of the friend and not the part of the sack man. Yeah. <laughs> Who played the sack man? I don't know. 
but some poor soul. It's one of them, isn't it? Oh, it's my big break, mm. my big break in film. So uh, you're going to be in a sack. You're going to have fingers off and an ear and a tongue. You have any you're lines. going to be fed yeah. vomit. Oh, He'd be no. like, job's a job. Job's a job. You've <laughs> got to work while you can. Thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> then it cuts to the dad in the audition room say, saying the son says he needs to remarry. So it's kind of going through the stuff that he's done already. And he's looking for a wife. And then it cuts to the piano playing man. His head comes off. Mm. And he... And then it cuts back to the dad and he basically, he was like falling backwards and now he's landed on mm. the floor of his yeah. house. So he saw all that in an instant. That's a lot of thoughts. Mm. I thought I had a lot of thoughts. It's like Inception. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I think like you do think quickly like yeah. about things and maybe when you're faced in that situation, you do lament your life choices and yeah, you know. Whatever. <laughs> so, apparently, Takashi Miike wanted to end the film here, but the producers told him to be a man and see it through to the end. <laughs> so even he didn't want to do this bit, apparently. So, then he hears noises, and there's like a door sort of half open, and he's like, Asami, hello. Like, on the floor, half drugged. She comes out. She's all in white and she's got, it's like the iconic shot. She's got black gloves mm. on. She's got Ugh. a black leather apron on and this bag. And uh, there's a film by the Soska sisters called American Mary. And they basically take that costume mm. and she wears the same thing. She's, uh, it's, she's like um, a body modification specialist person um. in it. It's a really good film. It's great. But she's basically dressed like a Sami. She gets a, a big giant shringe out of a bag and then uh, injects him with it. And then she's like, you're paralysed, but your nerves are still alive. Oh, it's awful. So you're paralysed, but you can still feel pain, essentially. It's horrible. And she's like, yeah, your skin's really sensitive to pain. It's going to be amazing. She injects his tongue, which I was like, no. And then she rolls him off this rug because he's like falling onto this rug. Rolls him off this rug and puts a sheet down. On this rug, and I thought, well, that's very considerate because you don't want to. God, if you should be doing it anyway, if you were really considerate, you wouldn't you be doing this. You don't want to ruin somebody's rug. I mean, you know, she didn't hurt the dog. She well, saved the rug at least. Yeah, at least. So she cuts his jumper off, and then she's like, because she's she's kind of sat on him, and she starts chatting, and she's like, oh, I bet you call loads of girls for auditions, do you? Use them for sex later, I imagine. And then he can't really speak because mm. he's been drugged and he's just like, Ugh, which probably means, no, I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then she pulls out a box of acupuncture needles. I'm assuming they're acupuncture needles. Mm. They look like them. This is the least relaxing acupuncture I think I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I don't think she... it's intended to be relaxing. Oh, no. She puts one in his tummy. She puts one right in there. <sighs> It's not relaxing. It was awful. And then she starts with a kitty 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 which means deeper, deeper. She's like kitty 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 kitty. And then he's <sighs> like, ah! Does it hurt? Yes, probably, because you've just stuck a needle into my tummy. I think it would hurt. Oh, well, yeah. And then she says, all words are lies, but pain doesn't lie. Not all words are lies. Most are truthful. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. And... You don't need to inflict pain on someone else for and then she, no reason. Yeah, so she's chatting and then it kind of cuts out 
to she's put loads in there that literally mm. his stomach is just full of these acupuncture needles and i was like i feel like that sometimes when mm. like i've got tummy pain that's how it feels mm. and i was like yep feeling that it's not mm. nice then she decides to put Marin under his goddamn eyes. Oh, it's Ugh. awful. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to put him under your eyes. There you go. It's very sensitive, that area, you think. Why are you doing this? And then she's like, extreme pain makes you understand your own mind. And then he, she asks about his son. If he suffers, you'll understand. Is it, what, what clarity, what clarity is he meant to get out of this situation that you're a psychopath and he actually mm. doesn't want to marry you? Probably. And then uh, she says, you love your son. Yeah, he's my son. You said you'd love only me. Lies. Yeah, but he's got a son. He's going to love his son. And also, the love for his son that he has and the love for you are very different. Different. Yeah. She's gone off the deep end. Yeah, she has, definitely. He's like, she's like, I have nobody else, but you have others. I don't want to be one of the others. There's a reason she's got nobody else. It's because she's, she's murdered like, I them. Yeah. Yeah, you have others. I don't want to be one of the others. And then I put in brackets, she knows her own mind. <laughs> she knows what she wants. You're all the same. And then she clamps his feet. Oh, I didn't like this And then bit. she's like, oh, it was you can't go anywhere without feet. Yeah, you're not wrong. Wire cuts through bone so easily. <sighs> and she puts the piano wire around the foot. And she sits like, she almost sits like a child. Because she, she gets mm. off him and sits cross-legged on the floor. I do this sometimes, just sit down. I can't sit cross-legged. I always do it. I can't do it. Not when, you know, when I'm I mean, it can be. Really cut hurts. someone's feet off. Oh, no, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you know. Ugh. But yeah, she sits there. And then, uh, basically, she wraps this piano wire around. And then starts to like move it backwards and forwards like a sort. You can't see it. You see a little bit of the foot, but not a lot. I just, I just know. It's more on her face and moving the thing. And the absolute glee on her face is terrifying. It's that woman. Horrible. That woman is brilliant. She's very good at. She's very good. Yeah, she's she's very good. good. I'd be interested to see what else she's in. Yeah, all the actors were really good. But like, oh god. And then it cuts to her as a child dancing around the wheelchair man. And he's got his hands down his pants doing something he shouldn't mm, be doing. Now that's weird. Yeah, he's horrible too. He's almost as bad as she is. And then it cuts back to it's a view from the window looking into him on the floor and her cutting his foot off. So a foot comes off. <laughs> Then she gets it and chucks it against the window. Oh. <laughs> she flings the foot. I was like, oh God. Flung it. I'd be like, that's my foot. Why? I wonder if it in a way relates to ballet because I believe doing ballet can really, really hurt your feet. I wonder if that's why she I've had a seen fixation. pictures of ballet dancers' mm. feet and they are the stuff of nightmares. They're oh, really? really horrible. Yeah. Oh, goodness. It I really like messes ballet. your feet up. The thing with ballet, I'm like, I 100% am saying that they are extremely skilled, talented mm. performers, but also. We don't need you to hurt your feet. If they, for if there was a way for you to not hurt your feet and still do ballet, yeah. no one would be. No one in the public would it's be outraged. Short, We'd much rather you didn't hurt your feet. It's a very short span of time that you do it. I think mm. as well. I wanted to do ballet when I was little, and my mum sort of <laughs> diplomatically oh. said that maybe you're not built for ballet. You're a bit heavy-footed. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. You're more built for. 
have a fun childhood where you don't have to wrap not your feet f- up. Yeah, there you not go. ballet. You're suited to spontaneous fun. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's like yeah. a ballet game. Probably. Like There was a cheerleading game. game for the week. Was there? Oh, yeah, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friend bought it. I bought it and I brought it home and it came round randomly and I was like, I'm playing this game. <laughs> so he was like, right. I wonder okay, if there's a play on YouTube. Please See? let them be. And, and I was like, I put it on and I, and I was like, this is stupid. And we were both like, this is ridiculous. But then if it had been a film, it'd be like, smash cut to an hour later where yeah. we're like, this is the greatest <laughs> game that I've ever played in my life. It was amazing. Oh, I'm going to find it later. So she's cut his foot off, flung it against the door and she's like, right, on to the next one. And then she looks up because the son comes back and shouts for his dad. He's like, hi, Emma. Oh, thankfully the son is here. I was like, call the police, call the police right now. Grabs, yeah, she grabs this spray and then runs to him but kind of hides. Mm. And he's like, are you in bed? Hello, what's going on? And he kind of walks through, gets to, I think it's in the dining room they are. And he sees the carnage. He sees his dad there with like his foot off and he's like, oh, what is going on? She's behind him, like creeping up behind him. Then it cuts away. The dad wakes up in a sweat at the beach house. Mm. Sam is asleep next to him at the beach house. He still has his feet. And he's like, oh, thank Mm. God, I've still got my feet. It's all a dream. Thank God for that. And then he washes his face. And then you hear this like, what's going on? And she's up and she's like, are you all right? What's kind of going on? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Then they're in bed. She accepts his proposal and he's confused because I think he's like, but I didn't ask you yet. I don't know what's going on. Because <laughs> we flipped backwards and forwards in time mm. and, and everything. Yeah. And, and he's like, I, pff, I don't know what I'm doing. And then she's like, am I allowed to be happy? And then she's like, oh, I'm the luckiest from the audition. I'm so glad I met you. I'm winning at life. This is <laughs> wonderful. And it's all very nice. And then you hear this kitty 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 kitty, and then it goes back to her. I was going to attack the sun. Yeah, it wasn't. She's going to attack the sun, and then I think he's like, "What are you doing?" So he runs upstairs, and she tries to spray him with this stuff. I don't Mm, know if it's like the stuff. I don't know if it's pepper spray or the stuff that she used to knock the dad out or something. Who knows? But basically, he kicks her down Mm. those stairs like hard. And you hear this crunch when she falls and she's dead at the bottom or dying. And it's like the dad's kind of lying looking at her and she's lying looking at him dying. And it's almost like the beginning when he was with his wife Mm. and and he was there when she was dying. And then uh, the son's like, Daddy, you all right? He's not all right. And he's like, police, police. So the son calls the police. I was like, yes, call the police. Yes. And the dad, the dad's staring at Asami. And then, I think she's dead, but then she talks to him. And she's like, I thought you were busy. You must think I'm clingy waiting for your call. And it's like the back from the beginning. Mm. I thought I'd never see you again, etc. And the dad, the dad's kind of crying. And he's, I'm assuming he's kind of remembering all these things that she said to him and how nice she was to him and yeah. all this stuff before she cut his foot off. And then... Uh, he says, it'll be hard to get over, but you'll find life is wonderful one day. And he sort of said that about him getting over his wife. Mm. And then it cuts to the little kid Asami, I think, tying her ballet shoes. And then it ends. 
but then you're like, what have I just watched? What have I just watched? Well, it wasn't very nice in certain I th- bits. I don't, I don't know if it, some of it's his imagination and he, and he did meet her for a date. But then obviously the friend was like, oh, she's a bit weird. Mm. I don't, you know, I can't trace her and stuff. And then he's kind of gone on this tangent of like, what, uh, you know, I've been sat waiting for her to ring. What is she doing? Yeah. She's sat with a man in a sack. Worst case scenario. That is certainly one of the other worst, worst case, case scenario. scenario. She's an absolute psychopath. She's going to stab me with needles and cut my foot off mm. and try and kill my son, but not the dog. No, that dog's yeah. safe. That dog is immune. But it's, it's kind so of. Cute. I think it's that kind of. It's it's a. It can be taken as a. You don't know who you meeting. Mm. Like you don't. You just don't know who you meeting. It could be anybody. And I think especially in this day and age where there's like Tinder and yeah. an online stuff like you you could meet anybody but it's you know you put your likes and dislikes on a profile put it out there and somebody's like oh yes Mm. basically never date again (laughs) because it's terrifying but i liked it i think it's good i really liked the first half it felt like um an intriguing thriller for the first half yeah then the the really violent bits i didn't like like i just didn't like the violent bits i Um, didn't think it was as bad as as I thought it was because I know people were like, "Oh, the end! The end's like bonkers, and it's, mm. it's really." Yeah, I don't think it was that bonkers. It was. Just... I feel like I've seen worse. Yeah, but also needles in the eyes are not nice. Mm. I didn't like that piano wire, but ooh, yeah, mm. no. <laughs> I liked it. I'd give it a five out of five, definitely. It's one of those. It's kind of a cult classic. Mm. Um, a lot of people have seen it. I really want to see. I kind of want to see it to the killer now, but I don't know if I do. <laughs> Gore, probably a two mm. for the needles. And oh, God, like a head. thousand. A thousand. Not that bad. <laughs> humour, humour, it's not that funny. But I did chuckle when she took that foot against the window. <laughs> so I'll give it a one. But uh, yeah, I, rec- I recommend it. I think it's a good one. It's one of those must-see mm. ones. But that, I'd be interested to see what that woman's been in, because she's really good in it. She, yeah, the acting was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to uh, The editing. Research. And I would, wouldn't usually be the sort of person who'd be like, oh, the editing. But the editing was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so backwards and forwards. Mm. Yeah. I recommend. <laughs> I recommend. I think it is good. What are we doing next week? Next week, we're going back to a sequel. Gonna do Wishmaster 2. Oh. Yes. Wow, we did that ages ago. We did yeah. that in the first lockdown. Not in the... In the, the 17th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Wishmaster 2 for next week. Ooh. Hopefully as well, all being well, there will be a bonus episode. Yeah. Which will be dropping for Ian's pick of The Return of Captain Invincible. Oh, it looks... I've seen a trailer. It I looks showed, very good. I showed you the trailer. It looks... <laughs> fun it looks fun i think we're gonna have fun doing it i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be another stuff of for sure oh. so for next week watch wishmaster 2 and in the meantime we are on facebook at wonderful and strange we are on twitter at wns horror and we're also on the emails at wonderful and strange at hotmail.com and we're also on buy me a coffee if you want to subscribe and get our extra Twin Peaks episodes. Oh, I can't wait to do the next one. Yes, we need to do that as well. And you can request a film. It doesn't necessarily need to be horror. It could be anything anything you want. Yeah. 
Jurassic Park. Or just Jurassic Park or horror, maybe. Jurassic Park's so horror. I, I would class it as a I horror. Suppose. It's just family horror. I would class it as a horror. So, yeah, that's us. We're out for this week. Stay safe, everybody. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. 
When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter, iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.